0: Welcome to another episode of Total R&B Podcast where I speak of all things R&B and of course highlighting our Canadian artists. So today I have someone who I'm excited to speak with. Um, It said that he's an alternative indie R&B artist who creates an eclectic soundscape using hypnotic voicing and colorful lyricism. Um, So I'm happy to introduce for everybody today, Mello Griffith. How are you?
1: Hello, hello! What's going on, Total R&B? Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you here. So, thank you so much for coming on my podcast um, because I want to introduce my listeners to you, to your music, and you have some new music coming out that we're uh, we're going to get into in this interview. But I always start off the interview asking um, everybody, "What is your first memory of R&B music?" Doesn't have to be the first time you heard it, but with that sentence, like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
1: Oh, when I think about R and B, um, who sings it? Who sings it too? Uh, I think it's Casey JoJo. All my life, that's that's the first, and it's oh. probably like a, like a, like I think I was maybe maybe ten uh, okay. in Chicago was at uh, one of my auntie's weddings and like that song came on. I'm like, okay, what's going (laughs) on, auntie? Yeah. (laughs) You felt everything that made,
0: okay. And see, and that's good too. It was at a wedding. So, you know, love is in the air. Everyone's in like a good mood. So that's a good Mm -hmm. memory. Mm -hmm. Did you like grow up in Chicago or you just have family that lives there?
1: Um, my mom is, a is like one of, I think, six sisters. So like, she's the only one that actually lives in Toronto. Um, oh, wow! so yeah, we were doing a lot of traveling back and forth from, uh, Chicago, New York, Florida. Um, but, uh, yeah, my home stays in Toronto. Uh, okay. gotta rep the six, gotta love North. <laughs> of,
0: of course, of course. So then who are your musical influences?
1: Ooh. Some of my current musical influences.
0: It could be okay, current. So, it could be old. It could be a mix. Okay.
1: Ooh, I like these questions so far. Um, I will say I'm a big fan of, uh, and I think I'll always be a big fan of uh, Childish Gambino. Even mm-hmm. though, like he he kind of borderlines on that kind of alternative R and B feel. I've always felt like he did what he wanted to, and he's not afraid to play outside of the border. Even though he didn't make too much music lately, he's more into the entire artscape, and I think that's that's such a a good feat and a good uh, trajectory for him. Um, I think following that up in terms of R and B, uh, like Channel Orange. I had I had a whole moment with that. I can't even cap <laughs> Frank. That, that's my dog. <laughs> that's, my, that's my dog. <laughs> okay, no one can say nothing bad about it. Like you know um yeah he's he's been a a real cool inspiration in terms of like just just saying what you feel you know like like not okay. being afraid to to really just represent who you are and like be true in yourself um and like it i feel i feel kind of kind of going against the grain in a way to say that as like uh cis cisgender uh like um what's called heterosexual male uh but like I feel that that almost works as like an inclusive thing like i want I want people to know that like it's okay to be black and be friends with like people who are gay or like be like understanding and acknowledging mm-hmm. of that community so uh i think yeah. like I wasn't one of those people that ever like felt any different to to hear and understand his music um, ooh before like I would say I I liked pre-fame summer walker. Okay. Okay. Like like pre-fame, like session 32, like you know, earlier like I was I was really, really vibing with that. I mean I, get I still that. I still vibe with her. She's cool, but like, mm, like, you know, I I like her vibe. I think I kind of put her and uh SZA in a similar boat like where they're like, hey, you know, like this they're they're not gonna be nobody's walking- uh, welcome at you know what I mean like mm-hmm. they're not gonna get walked all over and they're strong in who they are their feminism the feminism is 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 real you know that's that's bold uh and i think like the the, the people who who can tap into both sides of their their being right like they okay. they tend to to really touch the hearts of the most so I think like being able to accept those kinds of kind of things kind of work um how many are you looking for a girl? I'm gonna keep going.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, it's it's okay. I just wanted to know like who their influences, yeah. but those are some like really great artists that you named, and mm. they're artists that are powerful in their own right that really have something to say. So, those are some mm. good choices. I love that. So you growing up, you know, traveling a lot, listening to those artists. So how did you start your career as an artist?
1: Mm. I would say my my music journey kind of kind of began actually uh in dance um okay i started out yeah i started out as a as a dancer way back when um i did a bit of choreography i taught a bit of choreography uh, a lot of hip-hop um pop lock-in freaking even break dancing i was into it um but I don't think it was enough of an outlet for me personally. Uh, it's it's cliche to say, but like, music saved my life. Like, I, it's crazy. I was going through Twitter today, and like, oh, I saw a tweet. It was like, what did it say? It was like, y'all call it music, I call it therapy. And I'm like, damn, it's true. Man. It
0: like, is drop so true.
1: The mic. <laughs> that shit hit. Like, yeah, no, for real. Uh, I kind of use it as as my stomping ground. I remember growing up. Like everyone goes through their whole adolescent like um troubles, you know what I mean? Growing pains as a as a young adult, um, and trying to discover the world. And back then I had like I didn't know who to talk to. Like I was shoot on the borderline of like fucking self harm at that point. Um, but my mom said, Here's a book. Anything you feel, you don't wanna talk to me, you don't want to talk to your dad, whatever, don't matter. Here's a book. You write in this. And
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah. And like She's like, you leave it wherever you want to leave it in your room. And when you're ready, I'll come, I'll pick it up and I'll write back to you. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, it was kind of like, it was a way for me to just jot down feelings and thoughts and then, you know, she could kind of try to interpret them and we kind of go back and forth like a message, like a conversation. Uh, That's kind of almost the basis for a lot of my music writing too, is trying to build a conversation. Um, But from there, I kind of took it like, okay, I'm writing just to write. I was already dancing into the music, musicality of things. I'm like, let me get into a bit of poetry. I started writing a bit of poems. I th- I remember, it, <laughs> it was uh, it might have been like grade nine, um, drama class or something. And they're doing they're not even grade nine, maybe earlier than that. And it was like they're doing like this uh, show and tell thing. Um, and I was like, I only have this book. I don't have anything else that's important to me but this book. Uh, I write everything in it. And I wrote a poem and it's the only page you're going to get to see out of it. I even told the teacher, I'm like, if you look at another page, we're going to have a problem, but you can grade <laughs> this one page. <laughs> and uh, I wrote a poem on apple pie.
0: Oh, um, wow.
1: <laughs> right. It was just, it was so random. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just decided to write a poem on apple pie. Um, And, and like she gave me perfect grade for it. I was like, that, that's dope. Hey. Thank you. Um, I mean, like, Great is kind of is kind of whatever. She could have said whatever she wanted to, and that wouldn't have stopped me. But um that's that was like, okay, I'm I'm ready to start like expressing this a little further. So I kept writing poems, started writing, uh, writing them to, to beats, started writing remix. I think the first remix I ever wrote was like on Lil Wayne's Fireman.
0: Uh, okay.
1: and then, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: No, and but then, everybody uh, used to do that. You make your own remix of the song that you like or the hottest beat that's out at the time.
1: Exactly, right? I think, yo, <laughs> and I hope this never finds the light of day. But I think uh, the one, the, the next one I wrote after that was, like, uh, you remember Carrie Hilson? Yeah. You know her song, um, uh, Pretty Girl Rock? Yes. That's what everyone was using, like, the pretty boy slang. So, like, okay. I made a pretty boy rock music. <laughs> Is it online? hell no okay because <laughs> I, I was about oh, to man. say they're
0: going to find that if it if it's oh, yeah, online they, they, it will be found
1: they're going to find it they're going to find it for sure <laughs> uh damn i I probably screwed myself by saying that here but you know it's all about vulnerability so
0: mm-hmm. yeah but it's honestly it's good to see those things because then you can see the growth of the artist right I, I feel mm-hmm. like fans love to see that. So, like, if I'm, as a fan, like, I'm invested in you and your your journey and your music. So, if I see, like, you at, like, I don't know, 14 and then who you are now just to see that growth, I think it's cool. I know it could be embarrassing. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want my old stuff to be online and things of that nature. But as a fan, I think it would be cool to see that.
1: Yeah, I can't even lie. You, you're probably right. Uh, I would probably put up but like, I'm considering doing later down the line. There's no, no, uh, no deadline for it, but maybe like putting a compilation of some of the older material, remaster them. We'll see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, but that'll be, that's, that's for time.
0: Okay, okay.
1: (laughs) We got new stuff coming right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we have new stuff coming. Um, Before we get into the new single that I heard about, um, I wanted to ask, Mm. because you said like, you know, you know, writing in your journal, then, changing that Mm -hmm. into poetry so what is your writing process now when you're creating music
1: it depends on the mood i'm in for the most part but um i think and and this is probably what what allows for a lot of my versatility is that i don't try to constrict myself to one writing style like I know there's some people who will be like, I need to have the beat first and then I kind of work around it or I need to have the lyrics first and then I find a beat that kind of fits. I will kind of mix up the process and like, I actually like to even have the producer in the room if I could, like that'd be my my number one goal because then as I'm there creating these these uh, like word flows and word patterns and, and rhyme flips, like they can also be working off of the energy that I'm providing. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it could be I I think when it comes to maybe uh creating themes, that's more so something that I'm that I'm a little bit more methodical with. Um whereas like I will do a do a spin on a breakup, which or do a spin on finding the one or you know, and I'll make it into like I was saying, those stories, those those back and forth the uh you know uh what what is it um answer and respond you know yeah yeah kind of creating those kind of feels, and it it almost brings a uh a humanistic feel to the music where people can be like oh I can relate to this like I've said those things before and like I think when it comes to writing music in total for me it's always been like who do I wish I had when I was younger
0: oh wow I love that
1: yeah (laughs) who do i wish i i could have looked at as a mentor when i was young Mm -hmm. that would have been able to be like hey let me teach you so now i'm trying to be the person to to teach others and i'm still learning so much so it's like i'm teaching myself at the same time
0: that is so dope so then okay so (laughs) we're talking about the writing process so let's get into the new single that's coming out tomorrow which is act out
1: So Mm -hmm. let
0: us know, what is it about, you know, who produced the track? Like, let us know all the things, what's happening.
1: Yeah, (laughs) this is Act Out, my baby, my next show coming out. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I've been like dying, dying to, to just blast it everywhere. This song is about... Not it's not it's not for the couples, okay? I mean it's for the <laughs> couples, but it's not for the couples, okay? This this song is intentionally for those people who felt like they were down bad, they were they were done dirty when all they did was be good. They weren't trying to trying to hurt nobody, they were trying to be real. All they asked for was honesty and truth, and you went and backed on them. Like so it's it's that redemption to be like, hey, listen. Yeah, we broke up, but nah, you broke. I'm up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like this song is really to be like, like okay, sure that hurt, but
0: mm-hmm. it
1: takes dirt to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you do get you do get your ass kicked, but are you gonna sit there on the floor? Or are you gonna turn it around and make and start walking? You know what I mean? Are you gonna, are you yeah. gonna take that as as the, the fuel you need to really start being your best self? And that's what it is. It's They want to act out. So you activate and <laughs> you grow, you climb. Um, no, I so love that.
0: Cause I, I got, I got to listen to the track and <laughs> I do like it, but I didn't know what to expect at first. Cause when they told me like the release date, I'm like, okay, so it's like around Valentine's day. And a lot of people are releasing, you know, those type of tracks for the couples. Yeah. And then I pressed play and I heard, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: flip the script on them
0: <laughs> yeah this was totally different but it's it's a good song so definitely people i think the date is coming out on the 16th tomorrow so yes run it up time. spotify title apple music wherever you can stream music definitely stream this song so yeah i love it and who was it produced by
1: yes act was produced by my boy kennedy um he's actually out in europe right now so oh, like wow. he's, he's doing big things i know right like yes. I, I i think we clicked up we clicked up over youtube and i was, honestly don't sleep on the youtube beat guys please like they actually they actually go crazy sometimes um but uh yeah no kennedy has been holding it down um and like ever since we did this one track it's just been heat coming from him and i for a minute so Uh, ready to show you a lot more Um, him and I got a lot more in store Uh, Mixed and mastered by Alex Thompson uh, my number one engineer go to him for like everything that's that's my road dog that's my 40 you know what I'm saying Um, he's
0: from Toronto
1: yes he is yeah actually uh we we've known each other since like Sunday school like like real knee high kids yeah and then Exactly. Sandbox days. And then uh, we kind of <laughs> split up because I, I went off to, to school, you know, uh, learn a bit more. Education's key, guys. <laughs> and uh, then came back and he was like, I'm engineering. I'm like, I'm making music. Let's do this. <laughs> it's been history. I love yeah.
0: that. And so so you're saying you and Kennedy have been, you know, c- cooking up some stuff. So is this mm. going to lead to an EP or you're just warming us up with some tracks? We're just going to get a few singles like what what's happening with that
1: okay uh, well i mean there's definitely definitely some project talks in the way i don't want to drop too much or give away too uh, too much info but uh okay. if you guys do tune in you will will i i promise you y'all are gonna see some heaters coming through um we got we got a lot of songs and right now it's just all mastering so so songs are done the the pot's been cooking. It's been on broil for a minute. So I'm okay. ready to serve it up. Get your plates and napkins ready. <laughs>
0: okay. But first, first we gotta we gotta act out. We gotta support.
1: Yeah, we gotta act out a <laughs> little bit.
0: <laughs> okay, I love it. So with everything that you've done so far, I always want to know because I want this podcast also to like help people, whether it's your peers or people coming up in the industry. So for people that are maybe inspired by you and your artistry, and they look at you and they're like, "Hey, I want to do this too. I, I want to be an artist." Um, what mm-hmm. advice would you give to someone who wants to wants to start with everything that you learned so far?
1: <sighs> do it scared. That's my number one piece of advice. I've like, it's the one thing that I live by. It's the thing that wakes me up, gets me out of bed, gets me to to try new things, explore new places shoot it's what got me on stages is just be okay with doing it scared i think i think too many people are worried about trying to perfect what they have right now and not to say that that you shouldn't strive for greatness and perfection yes always strive for it, but be okay and accept the fact that like we weren't meant to be perfect we're human Mm -hmm. but you can only learn to get better by doing so like do it first revise it after and keep revising the more you revise the more people you'll get actually tuned in they'll be like oh shoot he's still going and it's better yeah. than what i heard before hell yeah it's better than what you heard before like you know that persistence is so so key and i think the latest the last thing i learned uh is probably trust you like i don't think people do it enough i think okay. a lot of people let their their feelings and emotions get the best of them. They let um, external forces manipulate or deteriorate their own self-intuition. And I think only you know how much and what you need. You know what I mean?
0: No, that's great. That's great advice. So, definitely do it scared. I think that's a big one because a lot of people Mm -hmm. will stay in like the planning stages or like, you know, getting stuff together and they never put out the work that they're trying to do. They just stay stuck. So, I think that is a jewel. Well, a few jewels you just dropped right there. So, (laughs) thank you for that advice. That is definitely going to help someone um, that's maybe looking at you and seeing all the great things that you're doing and really like influenced by you. So, that's super dope. I also want to talk about too because we're still like within this pandemic here in Canada, especially mm-hmm. we have a lot of restrictions. So, did that affect your creativity during this time? Like, how did you like keep going?
1: Um, actually, so it definitely uh, put me into a bit of a like. I think everybody gets depressed. i, don't, I don't, if you mm-hmm. say you don't get depressed, that's kind of a lie. But uh, I think it did at one point put me in a bit of a, a down or, or, or a lower vibration. Mm-hmm. I think what saved me, uh, uh, or at least saved my creativity is something I learned, um, a little while back through one of my professors. Uh, he, he had us do, do a project where we could only use certain notes. It had to be like, I think it was like, four or five notes and that was it it wasn't in in any particular scale or anything like that it was just we could only use these particular requirements and I think I kind of had a flashback to that moment okay. and use that to actually continuously excel my creativity to say oh, okay wow. well we are like I, I kind of worked it like a project I'm like okay right now we are in the heat of lockdown like that that May 2020, that April 2020, right? Where things were real locked down, everyone was, was scared. I'm like, okay, how do I make the best out of this project right now? This is what I have, all I have is these four walls. What, what can I do in here? And I use that, I created, uh, I, I wrote a whole new project um, that released last year, CTFO, or two years ago now, uh, CTFO. Um, and that was, literally a compilation of like internal thoughts me like every song from that project you can hear it's just me in my bed it's me in my head it's you know it's me trying to trying to get out of the funk and I tapped in with people I I legitimately just started hitting up people that I hadn't heard from or talked to in a long time to make sure that they were doing okay and I think that also like inspired them to keep going Mm -hmm. I showed them this this project prior to it releasing to be like hey I can still do it, you can still do it. And I saw a lot of my my creative like uh, peers actually excel and keep going saying, Oh damn, okay, this is this is possible. And it, it almost worked like like we challenged each other to keep pushing forward. You know. What yeah. I mean? So I yeah. it, it takes discipline. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cap because it was hard. There was days, there was days where it was really hard, but like reaching out that vulnerability piece, it's so key. It's so key in creating and being the best. Self that you could ever be is can you accept when you are at your worst and will you still show people who that is? Can they see that it's still you? And I let people see it no matter what.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for taking that initiative too to reach out to people and kind of create that community because I think that's really something that's important that I talk about a lot is that we don't really create community. Everybody's like on their own tip doing their own thing and not really, you know checking for other people or collaborating with other people too. They just want to kind of do everything on their own. So thank you for doing that because you've probably inspired and you got people up out of their funk to, you know, keep going. So that's super dope that you did that. Um, but things are slowly opening. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping more so like in <laughs> March, April, we're going to get like back to the whole performances and everything like that. So I want to know, let's say, somehow you get like the money and everything, and someone comes to you and they're like, Melo, I want you to do a tour, and you get to bring anybody with you. Who are you bringing on tour? Which Who am I bring-
1: <laughs> Okay, so even before the artist, um, Alex Thompson has to come through, and my number one producer, Travis Stickle, they gotta come through those guys for real. My my dog. I'll even throw in Ben Kissner, My guitar. He, my guitar is nuts. Those three. uh, they got to be on. That. <laughs> they got to be on that on that plane. Okay. Um, if I have to choose any artists?
0: Yeah. Let's say you could choose three artists.
1: Okay. Three artists. Baby Keem. Okay. He's on there. He, he's on there. I feel like he'd just be a good time and like <laughs> he would help make the crowd go dumb. So yeah yeah he's got he's. He's gotta pull up. Who else am I putting on this? Okay,
0: you got two more.
1: Got two more. I got two more. more. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Cochise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I've been, me- <laughs> I've been messing with that guy for a minute, and like, he's also Jamaican. Like, he, like, you know, that's <laughs> that's my background. My mom's Jamaican, so I gotta, I gotta represent that, that real quick. You know. Okay. Rah, what? <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, shoot! Mm. And for the third, yes. Ooh 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 ooh. Okay, I'm being strategic with these people too because I think like like our audience scapes kind of are kind of similar. So I think like okay. it would it would you know make for a really good show. People pull up, be like, oh damn, I could see all these people kind of hitting together. Um. But I think for the third person, hmm, oh, this one, this one's, this one's a tough one. But okay, can, can I can I make it a tie? I'm not gonna cap like like they would have to rock paper scissors to see who comes. Like that's that's how much of a tie it is. Like well, because be money them.
0: is not a question. You could put we'll add the two.
1: <laughs> yes, Smino's on there. <laughs> You know, is hit and I would probably say Blast because I think he's doing some good things. I like the, his style and his sound. It's kind of mm-hmm. groovy and it's like also that kind of all R&B vibe into it. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I like how you weren't selfish because a lot of people would pick like big name people that they want to like get next to or like, you know. You really thought it out with like the audience and for it to flow and make sense. So I like that.
1: I'm playing chess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, I want this person because, you know, it's kind of just for self." But I like mm, how you, mm-hmm. you thought of everything. That's dope. Okay, so before we get into some R&B trivia, I do want to know what your What's your ultimate goal or what impact do you want to leave behind?
1: So, um, I think the, the mandate that I'd like to leave behind when it's all said and done is that everybody has a voice and Mm. I think not enough people know how to exercise it. Um, I would like the ability to, if possible, be the voice for the people who feel silent, people who feel like they're unheard. Because um, for a long time, I felt unheard, and I think I again want to be that mentor to someone else to be like, speak up, you know, say your piece. You deserve it. A closed mouth is never fed. So this is, I hope, my chance to to leave that that thought and and uh. I guess vibration behind but um I'd like to I'd like to build a community that that supports that you know I want mm-hmm. I want to give more opportunity to people who didn't think they had that opportunity or didn't think that opportunity was available to them because of the socioeconomical class they're from or the mix of race and creed uh you know like I I don't want I don't want every dark skin artist to feel like they have to put on a hard persona to make it in the music and i don't want you know you know what i mean like i don't want yeah i don't want you guys to think i don't want people and artists out there to believe that that's how they have to do it you don't you could do it anyway like and as long as you are just authentic and genuine and you care (laughs) you care about something and you show people that it's okay to feel nobody can fault you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I'd like to put uh project together like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to put a project like that together. You know, um I actually have a lot of ideas for it too. Uh I've been I've been journaling it, you know, writing it down. Um so uh expect some some really big big statements and landmarks and flagships coming from from Mellow.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear more music from you, of course. Of course, we have Act Out that's coming out tomorrow, so I can't wait for the world to hear that. But I am excited to see what else comes from you because you have a lot of great messages that you want to get out there. So I love love that. So let's get into some R&B trivia. I got six questions for you, so we're going to see how you do. Oh so, damn. <laughs> you can let me know if these questions are hard or maybe they're like way too easy. I never know. So, first question are you ready?
1: You're gonna really catch me lacking live. Oh no. damn, but yes, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be good. Don't it's gonna be good. Don't worry. Okay, so last year her albums came out on a streaming platform. So can you name? All three of Aliyah's albums.
1: Wait, Aliyah? Yeah. Like, like, Rock the Boat, Aliyah?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh goddamn, no, no, I can't, no, I can't. I'm not, I'm not gonna cap. No, I cannot. But I love her, and if she was alive, rest her soul. I hope she wouldn't be mad at that. I hope she, she's rolling in her grave right now. No, as she's as
0: not. No, she's not. Okay, so the name I'm happy of to a- her now. <laughs> Aaliyah's three albums are AJ Nothing But a Number, is her debut album, then One in a Million, and then her last album was Aaliyah, self titled. Okay, I next said her question. name. <laughs> you did, you did say her name, <laughs> but you didn't say it as an album title.
1: Yeah, you're so right. I
0: can't, I can't give you that one. So let's let's try the second question here. So. Let's think. Hometown producer. 1985 is a part of which Canadian R&B group?
1: Isn't it Division? Yes. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> and they had that last project, the Muse project. That was a nice project. I was, I, I liked that a lot.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. Love Division. So, shout out to them. Hmm. Um. Next question. So, in his song Nice and Slow, what time was Usher cruising the streets at?
1: It's seven o'clock on the dot, on my drop stop, <laughs> cruising the streets.
0: Oh, you, See? Got <laughs> you got that one. So, so yeah, far, yeah. two out of three. See, it's okay. not that bad. Not that Ooh. bad. Okay, next question. Which dance? Did Michael Jackson make popular
1: the moonwalk? See, there you go. Come on. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. You started with the hard one. You're like, mm, <laughs> let me really stump him. Let me let me show this guy real quick.
0: See, they're not they're not bad. Trust me. <laughs> okay, this one here, it's a little bit of a, a throwback group. Name the three members of the group TLC.
1: Um. Lisa left Lopez. Yes. Um, uh, oh my gosh, hold on, don't don't say it. Chili and yes. oh what the... what's her name? And I know this. Oh, my mom is gonna box me for this. Oh <laughs> um
0: the T and TLC.
1: It's uh uh yeah. I, I want to make a guess. I make a I'm okay. I make a guess, but I can't. Okay. What is your guess? No, no. no. <laughs> I want I know it's not this. I know it's not this, but I want to say it's like it is like tiny or something. or tiny or I, I I'm I'm off. I'm off. Um
0: no, tiny. No, tiny's from Xgate TI's wife. That's maybe. Yeah, that's that's why that's from. why I knew it wasn't
1: her. I was like, oh.
0: So, the T yeah, in nah. TLC is for t Boss.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, there you go. See, Mm-mm. I was yeah. two out of three ain't bad, but damn, I thought I had that. I thought I had that.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: she like no. <laughs> Can't
0: give you that
1: one. The disappointment, the disappointment in your face <laughs> right now is uh.
0: okay so the last question you gotta redeem yourself here okay hopefully this is an easy one what is the name of chris brown's first album
1: wasn't it just chris brown but
0: there you go.
1: Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I, I was gonna as say exclusive. but soon you put it wasn't
0: your exclusive. hand out, I was like, okay, he got it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was gonna say exclusive, but I think that was the second one. Yeah, that I was the second
0: was,
1: one. See, I know we some Chris. I know we some Chris. Woo! Okay, we passed, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got four out of six.
1: Okay, that
0: is
1: you know, that's respectable. I think that's
0: <laughs> no, that's really good. That's really good. I feel it's really good. So that's not bad. Thank you so much for playing R&B Trivia with me.
1: Ah, No problem. Thank you for having me for that. That was funny.
0: So let the people know how they can follow you, how they can keep up with you, how they can get the single tomorrow when it drops.
1: Mm, Yes. Okay. so actually. Uh, you you guys can follow me, Melo Griffith, M-E-L-O-G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H. I'm sure she'll to put it on here. Um, but, but I'm on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, shoot, you still using Facebook? We out here. Uh, <laughs> Apple Music, title, everything. Um, please go check that out. Uh, I got a couple playlists in there as well that the song will be attached to. So you can go and follow those at the bottom of my artist profile um feel free to check out any of the older projects like ctfo and the caves have wi-fi uh great projects with great songs but act out act out act out coming out tomorrow baby oh don't slip don't miss i'm telling you it's for the vibes everything on there you guys will love like I think there's gonna be so many gems in that song tweetables all of it so <laughs> don't miss out thank you guys so 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 much uh feel free to hit me up if you hit me in the dms i do respond i'm i'm that guy i swear i like to talk to people <laughs> tell me what tell me your favorite line out of that oh my gosh that made my day
0: oh i love that so thank you so much for coming on the podcast Like I said, I'm really excited for you and all the music that you have coming out after this as well. I know you're going to go off and do great things, always repping Toronto. Love to see Mm. it, even though I'm a Montrealer, for now.
1: (laughs) J'adore (laughs) Montreal.
0: We got a bit of the the French in, too. (laughs) But thank you so much. I greatly appreciate this. Thank you for taking time out your day to spend with me for a little bit. And we look forward to everything that you're doing. Um, Everybody that's listening, thank you so much for tapping in with us today. And remember, Total R&B is a biweekly podcast. So we will be back in two weeks with another interview. Thank you.